Welcome to another episode of the The Best Hawaii Podcast, where we feature the culture, cuisine, and crafts of Hawaii, along with so much more. Joining me on today's show, welcoming back Eric from Eating Hawaii, and we are going to talk, of course, about food and eating. Hey. <laughs> and so um, let's talk about new restaurants and included in new restaurants. I'm totally open to talking about reopened restaurants. Ooh, reopened restaurants. Okay. So uh, um, where do you want to start? <laughs> you can kind of take the ball if there's been any restaurants <laughs> that um, have just opened that you were super excited about or you, you know, went down there as soon as they reopened. And what I want to say... I want to say I was really excited to go back to O'Kim's. Mm. Um, I, I feel like all the food she does over there is really, really good. You know, th- things as simple as salmon, like her salmon is phenomenal. It's super moist, super flavorful. Um, we, we just went back to try a bunch of other dishes. So she had a kimchi paella, a spicy beef don, a kalbi ravioli mushroom chakje and sodok it's like a um the dukboki that uh rice cake yeah with, with sausage so everything was super flavorful super delicious the kimchi paella was kind of mind-blowing to be honest it's pretty good but then again i don't know what to really compare a good paella to because i've only had it a few times over at uh, regal mm-hmm. regal on kapahulu and then now i had it at uh okim's but i was super excited to uh, go back there. Shout out to Ritsuko. She's great. I just missed, they just had a tasting yesterday, but I missed it because I was training um, jujitsu. But she's uh, debuting like a cheesy tonkatsu or cheesy katsu with the, the cheese pool. So that looked yeah. really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Okims was actually feature- featured on The Best Hawaii a couple years ago as well. And I'm not sure if you know, but her history lies more in French traditional mm. fine dining and she even worked with chef marvro and you know all that kind of stuff um and when i asked her point blank so why did you decide to open up your own place and make korean food because she had you know decades of experience with french <laughs> she looked at me and she said because i'm korean <laughs> so <laughs> i was like okay so that was pretty funny um so like- one of their signatures is their truffle mandu, which is, they, they have that all the time, which is really interesting. They have uh, good drinks and her kimchi. I like her kimchi a lot. She doesn't mm. use MSG. She doesn't use MSG in anything. So Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then you were telling me somebody from um, Waikiki Yokocho moved or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, Azasu. Am I saying it right? I think it's Azasu. So formerly known as Hanosuke. I don't know if I'm saying that right either, but they were in the Waikiki Yokocho. Oh, is that the tempura place? The tempura place, yes. The best tempura that we have. Yes. They're excellent, A1. They moved to Mitsua, an international marketplace. So you can find them in the old Hokkaido Satuoka ramen spot. So in the back right corner. Okay. And Um, so um, did they change their name? Yes, to Azasu. Okay, because um, I thought that when people started posting pictures of the tempura, that it looked just like that place that was in Yokosho. So now 
it's the same people making the same food. Yeah. They just moved and changed their name because Yokocho closed. Something with uh, something with the falling out, and they couldn't use the same name, so they rebranded and they have a new name now. But shout out to Reed, uh, his handle at Island Bag. He invited a bunch of us to come down and try it out, and that was my first time because I never got them. I never could catch them when they were in Yokocho because I don't go to Waikiki often, to be honest, uh-huh. unless I have friends that want to go there or if I'm shopping. But I I hardly go to Waikiki. So they have two different, uh, they have two different, two different ways to order. You can order a bowl or a plate. And the difference between the bowl and the plate is the sauce that they use. So the plate, I think, is more of a shoyu or like soy sauce based dipping sauce. And the other one is more like of an aioli. Mm-hmm. I got the bowl, but next time I'm going to try the plate. And oh my God, let me tell you, <laughs> it was, it was freaking delicious. I mean, <laughs> Stuff, stuff like that, like I, I tell people stuff like shrimp tempura and this tempura kind of thing and like tamafuji or tonkatsu ginza byron. You got to eat it fresh at the restaurant because if yep. you take it out, if you take it out, it's going to be sitting in that, you know, container and all the moisture is going to make everything weird. And so you got to just eat it fresh. But yeah, it was it was phenomenal. It was, it was excellent. I definitely highly recommend everybody go check them out. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and, you know, talking about new restaurants, I had seen this like curry place in Alamoana Center with its like blue rice. I didn't know what it was about. There wasn't very much information on it. And then Sing Mate at the is food court <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. I, so- uh, I got invited to an, a media event there, but I had to leave early. So I didn't really get to try the food, but yeah, it looked good. Yes, um, they do. Um, it's it's a family owned business and they look like a franchise because everything is so fresh and clean and new, you know, looking as far as the appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really just um, a family came over from China and they're making Singaporean Malaysian cuisine, which we don't really have here in the islands too much. So that was really an uh, interesting experience. And they opened right when COVID hit. So anybody that opened right when COVID hit and then we had all those lockdowns and had to close and reopen, I call them new restaurants because, (laughs) you know, they were like, they weren't really open last year. Um, Yeah. You know, the spot that they're in, it's a tough spot because a lot of, a lot of vendors have been through that spot. mm -hmm. It's been, I think it was like a steak, steak plate. And then it was like a, remember we had that chicken that like Chinese or Taiwanese chicken, the fried chicken. That was previously before Sigma Tay. Actually, so, I think I went to a tasting there. Yeah. For yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's just a tough, it's a good location because it's kind of in the beginning of when you walk into mm-hmm. the food court. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just tough because you're competing with everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same concept as, uh, what do you call, Shurikia? Shurikia? Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I posted about it, someone was like, you should go eat at Poi Bowl. And I was like, that's still open? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah. Uh, so good times, good times. Yeah. Um, and then another newish restaurant that I like to go to is Cloud Nine at Market City. Ooh, Cloud Nine. Yes. With the souffle with pancakes. The Japanese style souffle pancakes. Those are delicious. Those are wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty popular also for their boba teas, but I don't like boba. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I like jelly. So like if you put、mm-hmm. like G jelly or whatever, then I'll eat that. But I can only eat like maybe two balls of boba, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> in high school, I know this is not really good, but in high school we used to shoot it at the cars. So get the, put it in the straw. Oh. <laughs> shoot it like a dart, like. <laughs> <laughs> like a little weapon. <laughs> Or we just shoot at each other, yeah, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Uh, any other new restaurants you're excited about as well? Let's see, new restaurants.、Um, oh, I went to Istanbul. Yum. Istanbul. So that's on across of Whole Foods Ward, and there's there's the Japanese yakiniku. I think it's Hana no Daikokoro. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And then in the middle is Istanbul, and then there's Merriman's. So I just went there this past Sunday. And I was, it was either one of the three I was going to end up going to, but Istanbul was the only one that had open, available seating. So that was pretty phenomenal. I was going to her at the Wednesday farmers market at Blaisdell. So a friend of mine, shout out Ulan Kala Bakery. She was selling her baked goods there, and I would help her sell and whatnot. And on my break time, so to speak, I would go over. To、uh, Istanbul when she was at the farmers market, so I was eating her food for a while, and I heard she was going to open a new space. And、um, thank God, I mean, her food, her food's excellent, but her overhead must be so expensive. Yeah, the overhead at that space must be so much, but that's kind of explains the pricing on her menu. <laughs> It's delicious. Everything is absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, the pricing is a little high as well. It's not like you know a little ninety nine ranch takeout place, but、um, the decor is beautiful and the service is really good too. Yeah, can I talk about some of the things that I had? Of course. Okay, so for starters, I didn't drink any alcohol, but we had this Turkish tea, lavender honey iced tea.、Mm. Traditional Turkish. Riz, Rize, or Riz, R I Z E, tea with lavender and honey, Hawaiian honey. It's vegan and gluten free, so that was really refreshing. For appetizer, we had the mezzi platter, or mez platter. So that's、um, mom, chef, mama, Neely's daily handmade platter, and it's what everybody's talking about. <laughs> Then we had the onaga, which was way expensive. It was forty two dollars. Oh my gosh.、Um, That went from the ocean to the boat to your plate. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a little surf and turf. So it was pan seared.、Um, it was. They had these Peruvian red peppers. So for my dirty thirty, I made this charcuterie board on flex. And one of the one of the sides we had was these Peruvian red peppers. It's not spicy at all, but it was cool to just see that on the onaga on the plate. Um, for the meat, we had the perzola, which is grass-fed lamb chops marinated and aged forty-eight hours. So that was excellent. It only came with two、uh, lamb chops. I would have liked to see maybe three or four <laughs> for the mm-hmm. price. Mm-hmm.、Um, but that was that was cooked really well. It was very tender. I even ate the fat. It was so good.、Mm. Yeah. So I was I was gonna get the donor, but the the guy that we sat at the bar. My friend and I, and he kind of upsold us. He kind of <laughs> upcharges. Yeah, that's why he said, like, "Get the lamb." Yeah, he's like, but <laughs> the donor the- is the best, right? It's so good. My mouth is watering. <laughs> awesome. And then for dessert, the baklava. Yep. Yeah, Wait,、really、you、good. didn't get the cheese thing? 
what she's saying. Um, what, what is it? It's called like a kunefe something or other. Hold on. I have oh, no idea he, how to. He did recommend that, but. That is mind blowing. That. That's like one of the best things I've ever eaten. Oh my God. Now I wish um, I would have got that. Hate kunefe. It's okay, a combination okay, okay. of sweet and savory because you have the honey and pistachio, and then yeah. there's like phyllo and cheese. Oh my God. I it's myself. incredible. It's tiny though. It's like the size of a saucer plate, like a little side butter saucer plate. Yeah. Oh, really good though. Okay. Maybe I got to go back for that. Maybe yeah. That. I highly recommend it. The baklava is excellent as well. So at yeah, least yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah. got that. Cool. All right. Well, this is going to wrap up this episode of the Best Hawaii podcast. Um, stay tuned for hey. another one where Eric's going to redeem himself talking about <laughs> Korean barbecue yakiniku. KBBQ. <laughs> stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Stay healthy.